Welcome to the Sleep Fairy Way podcast. I'm your host, Jessalyn Romney, a baby sleep consultant and a mother of four. I'm here to teach you everything I know about baby sleep, motherhood, postpartum, and more. I'm so happy you're here. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. In case you missed it, Melly Baby is live. You can go order your sleep sack, order your binky links. Right now, you can click the link in the show notes, grab them before they sell out. I only ordered a limited quantity because I wasn't sure if people were going to buy them. And turns out it's something that you guys actually want and need and it's blowing my mind and I'm so grateful, but I wanna make sure that you can get one before they sell out. So click the link in the show notes and grab yours while you still can. Okay, today's episode is a little bit different than my typical episodes. I'm not gonna be talking about sleep today in a sense that like I'm not gonna give you some sleep tips, okay? But I am going to give you tips on you, on yourself and how to learn something about yourself that might change your life. And this is something that has changed my life. And originally I did it because I wanted to learn more about me as a business owner. I wanted to learn about why I do what I do, why I am the way that I am and what drives me, right? And not only did this exercise help me understand why I love my job so much, why I love sleep, why I love helping other people get sleep, but it also has helped me in my own life as a mother with my children, with my husband, and just like how I am as a person. Honestly, it's crazy. I think everybody should do this. So I figured I would tell you the exercise that I went through because I'm curious. I'm curious if you are going to figure something out that you didn't know about yourself just like I did. And if you do do this exercise, seriously, let me know. I would love to hear it. My friend is the one who told me about this and she walked me through it and I was about three fourths of the way through and I'm like, okay, I feel like I've gone up until this point, but I don't know the ending. And she looked at me and she's like, Jocelyn, it's so obvious to me. <laughs> so I'll tell you what that means. I'll walk you through it. But if you do this, seriously, tell me because I would love to help you figure yours out if you can't figure it out on your own like I couldn't. Okay. So the first thing you're going to do is think about three events in your life that were painful memories for you or that are painful memories for you. One as a child, one in adolescence, and one in adulthood. I don't want you to think about this too much. She said, when she was going through this with me, she's like, don't sit down and like write a bunch of them out and then pick which ones were the most painful. Like just off the top of your head, write down those three memories. So when I say childhood, I feel like I don't have a great memory of childhood. Like my childhood was super great, but I don't have very clear memories. So my first childhood experience that I came up with, I was 12. So I feel like when you're 12, you're still a child, right? Um, my second one, I was 17. So that was my adolescence. And then my adult one, I was 26. So it's funny because after I did this exercise, more painful memories started coming up and every single one of them fit this exercise. So, okay, if you need to pause this episode, do it, write it in your notes. Trust me, you're gonna need this, but write down these three painful memories, just briefly what these experiences were. Once you have that written down, now write down the feelings you had in these moments. So what were you feeling as a child when you were going through this experience? What were you feeling as an adolescence when you were going through this? And what were you feeling as an adult as you were going through this experience? And you can write down like three or four different emotions that you were feeling. Okay, now look at those three experiences. Look at those emotions that you wrote down. And if you have any emotions in common, circle them. So circle the most common emotion that you were feeling when you look at these three events. Okay, now write down that emotion. 
and then you are going to write down the antidote. So what is an emotion? What is a feeling? What is something that you can do or feel or something like that in order to prevent this feeling from happening? Okay, now that antidote, that is what drives you. That is what motivates you and that is what helps you feel safe. So I will just tell you mine. I'm not going to share like my personal experiences because they are very personal to me, but the common feeling, the common emotion that I was having in all three experiences were betrayal. I felt betrayed and I felt blindsided in all three of the situations that I wrote down. And this is where I struggled. This is where I was talking to my friend and I'm like, okay, obviously the common theme here is betrayal and being blindsided. I hate those. Like those are the times in my life where I my body felt very unsafe because I felt like I was being betrayed because I felt like I was being blindsided. And my friend was like, Jocelyn, this is so obvious to me. Like, how do you not see this? I'm like, what? She's like, no wonder you like sleep training. The opposite to me of betrayal and being blindsided is consistency, is routine, is trust, is predictability. And every single one of those things have to do with sleep training. Like when you teach your baby how to sleep, you know exactly when they are going to nap. You know exactly how long they're going to sleep when you put them to bed at night. They're not gonna just randomly wake up and throw throw you off because you've taught them how to sleep. You know if they are hungry or if they are tired. You know every single thing and you know what's coming and you know exactly what to expect and everything is predictable and that makes you feel safe. That makes you feel like there's no possible way that you are going to be blindsided because you have set up this system of predictability, of consistency. And it's no wonder you are so good at your job because you are literally teaching people how to avoid being blindsided, essentially, like at your core. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my mind is blown right now. Like what in the actual world? (laughs) Why? First of all, how did you know that? Second of all, why did I not know this before? This makes so much sense. So then I kind of just let that sit for a few days, right? I'm sitting here thinking, okay, well, this makes so much sense. This is why I am like absolutely thriving when I help people get sleep because they tell me like, oh my gosh, it was amazing. I put my baby down for a nap and they slept for two hours. And I'm like, yes, this is just what you can expect from now on. And I have helped them create predictability in their lives and therefore to my core, subconsciously, I have helped somebody feel safe, which is so crazy to me. Never in a million years would I have thought of this on my own, but going through this exercise made me realize it, which then after I let it sit for a few days, I started noticing how this plays a role in my life outside of work. So for example, I feel like I briefly mention how toddlerhood rocks my world and I like joke about it and stuff, but actually toddlerhood like makes me cry very often. (laughs) And I was talking to my friend about this and I was talking to my therapist about this and I'm like, okay, it hit me. Like it makes so much sense now. The reason that toddlerhood is so hard for me is because there is exactly no predictability. Like my kid will beg me for a sandwich. So I make a sandwich and then they're mad that I made the sandwich and they throw it across the room. I'm like, I'm sorry, wait, you just asked me for that. That's exactly what you wanted. And now you're mad that I gave you exactly what you wanted. I'm so confused. And one day they want to get dressed by themselves. And the next day they're so mad that you even offered to let them get dressed by themselves. Of course they want you to help them get dressed that day. Literally every single part of toddlerhood is unpredictable and the unpredictability 
is what makes me crazy. And again, I was talking to my therapist about this and she's like, Jesslyn, this is actually really good news because the unpredictability of toddlerhood is probably the most predictable thing in the world. You can pretty much guarantee that your toddler is going to be unpredictable and you can count on that. So I've had to change my mind instead of, you know, making a schedule and deciding how things are going to be with my toddler. I have told myself it's going to be unpredictable and that's predictable. I can totally predict that it's going to be unpredictable and that's okay. So letting go of that sense of control has is something I'm still working on, but honestly, just recognizing that the very first step of recognizing why do I struggle so much with toddlerhood and it's because of the unpredictability babies give me all the babies i will take babies all day every day forever i am obsessed with the baby phase and also even older kids i know that if i say hey it's time to go take a shower and get ready for bed my older kids will say okay and they'll go do it but with my toddler if i'm like hey it's time for a bath i don't know if she's going to be like yes bath time and run to the bath or if she's going to throw a spoonful of peanut butter at me and like yell at me because she doesn't want to like i just don't know what's coming And that is hard for me because of what I've gone through. And I just didn't know that. It truly is changing everything for me. The other thing, like I've always known that I don't like change. Like for example, my husband worked from home during COVID and he worked, honestly, he worked here for two years. And occasionally, if he knew somebody wasn't going to be in the office, we'd wake up, get ready, get the kids out the door and he'd be like, hey, I actually think I'm gonna go to the office. And I would just stare at him and he's like, what? I'm like, uh, and I would kind of start to panic. He's like, is that okay? I can actually stay home. Do you want me to stay home? And I'm like, no, it's fine. But like, I just need to know this. Like, I need you to tell me yesterday, like, hey, by the way, tomorrow I'm going to go to the office. And he's like, well, I didn't know that until today when I saw nobody was there. And I didn't think it was a big deal because I'm working either way. And I'm like, no, it's fine. It's not a big deal. I just can feel myself slightly panicking inside. And now I know why. I didn't know why at the time. I didn't know why two years ago, If any kind of plans change, even like what we're going to have for dinner, I would start to feel myself panic a little bit and over like really the silliest things ever. But now I know why it's because when there is a change, when something happens that I wasn't planning on, my subconscious brain starts to tell me that things are not safe, that I am being blindsided, that I am being betrayed and I need to protect myself. Isn't that wild? Isn't that so crazy that our body... And our mind remembers these things, remembers these events, and tries to do everything it can to protect us from these things happening again. It Honestly, I don't know if this is like shocking you as much as it shocked me, but it has made everything in my life make so much more sense. And now the coolest part of all of this is that I have been working on rewiring my brain to let myself know, to teach my brain to know that I am safe. In all of these situations, whether it's a small change or a big change or my toddler's explosion or shockingly pleasant response to something, I can tell my brain that I am safe and that it's okay. And the more I've done this, the more I have worked on this, the more I have noticed my body's response has gone down like 20 notches. Seriously, like I am basically unfazed by a lot of the changes that normally would have sent me into a spiral even a year ago. I know this is going to be a work in progress. I know it's going to take time and I'm going to keep working on it because I would love to be the kind of person who could be spontaneous, go with the flow, totally unfazed by any kind of change that comes my way. 
I can't say I'm there yet, (laughs) but I would like to be. And now I know that I'm capable of that. And the whole reason my body has these responses to begin with when any kind of change happens is because of these things that have happened in my life. And it's genuinely just my body trying to keep me safe. So I realize this is kind of a weird episode. This is kind of heavy. It's also kind of a therapy session for you and for me. So if it's kind of weird, whatever, we'll go back to sleep stuff next week. But I just wanted to share that because everyone that I have told this to, they do the exercise and their mind is also blown. And my friend who told me about this, she says she's been doing it with her friends and her family and her husband's friends and his coworkers and all these different groups of people. And every single time people figure out things about themselves that they didn't know before. And it helps them become better. It helps them become happier. And it helps them understand more about why they are the way they are. So that's why I wanted to share it. I've been wanting to share it for a while, but I've been hesitant because again, it's kind of a deep topic and has nothing to do with sleep for you. I mean, for me, it has everything to do with sleep and help me understand why I like it so much. But it is interesting to learn more about yourself so that you can, I don't know, understand why you respond the way you do in certain situations. And hopefully it can help you be aware of it so that you can change it if it's something that you want to change. So anyways, okay. Thank you for listening today. Again, I know it's a crazy episode, but I would love to hear if you do this exercise. Like if you go through this, seriously, send me a DM. Let me know your experience with it. I would love to hear about it. Thank you for being here today. You're amazing. Have a wonderful Christmas. I am actually going to take next week off to enjoy the holidays with my family. And then I will be back the following week. So thanks again for being here and I will see you in two weeks. If you want to learn more about the resources I have to offer, head to thesleepfairyway.com or follow me on Instagram at the underscore sleep fairy. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time.